Welcome to Lessons for My Kids. So today I found an article that actually came up um, not too long ago. Uh, It's basically about how to save money. Now, I know we've talked about saving money before, and there are a lot of tips and tricks out there. This one was a little interesting, though, because it was 37 brilliant frugal living tips from the Great Depression. Now, my kid's probably going to go, frugal isn't a real word, but it is. And if you don't know what what that means, it basically means uh, living on the cheap, living um, below your means, living uh, and and being able to save. Frugal means you are not spending your money in, uh, you know, crazy ways. You are living as cheaply as possible. And if any of us recalls, which I highly doubt any of us does, but if we recall from history class, uh, the Great Depression uh, was back in the early 1900s. It was a time when uh, a lot of Americans uh, were forced to live uh, with very little money. Uh, A lot of jobs were lost. A lot of uh, investments were lost. And so there was really no room uh, for families to spend on things that they really couldn't afford. And so families had to figure out how to save and how to live within their means. Now, I think we can learn from this, not just about how they lived back in the early 1900s. And, and I will skip over some of the items in here just because they really don't pertain to what we do here. Um, and in today's society. Um, for instance, uh, just to give you one, they, they say um, that you should eat snout to tail. And that means if you were a farmer, you would ensure that you are eating the entire pig uh, and the meat and not just uh, those parts that you really uh, want to eat. But when you're hungry, uh, you would have no other options. So you would eat everything possible and, and use everything possible uh, in that, um, in that uh, animal. Now, thinking about that, you know, obviously, even in today's society, we shouldn't just be, you know, eating portions and throwing the rest away. There's a lot of things we can do uh, to help with waste. We don't need to dump everything out. We definitely become a wasteful society. Um, So you still have to be smart. You still have to take your money into consideration. You work hard for it. You should be able to use it to the best of its ability. But on the other hand, you also don't need to spend frivolously. To my kids, yes, that is a word. You may want to look it up. Um, (laughs) So... uh, in looking at these these tips, I'm going to skip around a little bit, but um, so if you want to, you can look up 37 Brilliant Frugal Living Tips from the Great Depression. It was put out by Everyday Thrift uh, is the website, and uh, they have some other great tips and tricks. So I'll try and hit about 10 of these, and then we'll call it a day uh, for today. And the first one is stop eating out. Now, if you're like most people, you're on your way home from work or you're, you know, you're out and about, you get hungry, it's quick to just pull into a drive-thru and and grab something to eat. 
and doing that once in a while doesn't really, you know, that's not going to bust your budget. But for a lot of people, if you don't have a lot of disposable income, that eating out really is very expensive. Um, you know, if it's eating a hamburger, if it's eating a chicken sandwich, you can usually cook that yourself uh, for, you know, it could be half the cost of what it costs to, to eat out or even less, depending on where you're going. Um, if you're going to a nice sit-down restaurant, those might be more expensive than if you were to go through a drive-through um, or fast food. So when you think about it, though, if you put down, uh, you know, a sandwich a week or two or three, you start adding up that money versus if you just ate at home or you made yourself a sandwich or you, you packed your own lunch, you can really be saving yourself, you know, lot of money over time. Uh, could be up to thousands of dollars in a year. Same thing that we hear about for coffee. Uh, you know, people, they spend five, six dollars on a cup of coffee when you can make it at home for a dollar or less uh, per cup of coffee. So something to think about is to stop eating out. Um, next one is living within your means. Uh, if you don't use credit cards or very sparingly use your credit cards, you can actually save yourself thousands of dollars in fees um, over the time that you would uh, in paying off any of that debt. So if you live within your means, you know, have a home that you can afford, have a car that you can afford uh, if you need it, um, or use public transportation uh, when you can. Again, eating at home, um, not not having all the lights on in your house. Uh, there are a lot of ways that you can save money. And, you know, <clears throat> no matter if you make $20,000 a year, $200,000 a year, or more, if you spend more than you make, you'll continue to be broke. And we've all been there when we were kids. Uh, we didn't have a lot of money. Um, and as we grew up, um, we got jobs and we started putting money away. Well, instead of saving more and living uh, in that frugal way, uh, we decided to start spending more. And so all of a sudden you might be making, you know, a couple thousand dollars a year in, in uh, salary from or, or in wages while working in high school. And all of a sudden you're spending a couple of thousand dollars a year uh, because you have it. And then you go out into the the workforce and you get a job and you might get paid, you know, 20, 30, 50,000, whatever it is you're getting paid. And all of a sudden you have a nice house and you have a nice car and those things cost. So you have to really look at your expenses and go, how much do I really need? Can I get away with a less expensive car? Can I get away with living a little bit further out and having a little less expensive place to live? Um, you know, instead of shopping at the expensive grocery store, maybe you shop at the the uh, less expensive grocery store. It's just little things like that, that over time, it will help you to live within your means. Um, you might also look at some other expenses, um, you know, video games. Uh, am I spending too much? Am I buying too many trinkets? Um, am I going out with my friends too often? Um, spending gas on things that you really shouldn't be spending gas on to drive around town. <clears throat> it's those little things that they really do add up. Um, let's see, the next one I'm going to pull out here is don't ignore routine maintenance. So when you have a car, when you have a home, 
um, you know, there are things that are going to break. And you can sometimes live with those things for a little while until they, the machine, be it like an air conditioner or a car or a computer, you can live with those things if they, the machine still works. Um, but once it finally breaks, it could be actually more expensive. So if you do routine maintenance, so say you have uh, an air conditioner or a dishwasher or a refrigerator and you have a maintenance plan where somebody can come out once a year and just kind of look it over, make sure everything's working properly. It might cost you a little bit, but having them come out and look at it, uh, having a, a repair person come out and look at it once a year, they can fix minor things or they might be able to tell if something major is going to happen, but they can fix it right then and there versus you having to spend thousands of dollars on a brand new machine. <clears throat> Thinking of an air conditioner, I mean, they can be tens of thousands of dollars. And now, you know, if you've got that routine maintenance, it might be able to last you an extra couple of years before you have to spend that kind of money. So doing that, that routine maintenance, um, similar to like a car, you do oil changes on a car every whatever it is now, 3,000 3, miles it used to be, uh, might be 6,000 miles, might be 10,000 miles. But when you do those oil changes, they check the belts, they check the fans, they check the, some of the electrical and your tire wear and all of those things. And when you check all of those uh, areas of a car, they might find that everything's in good working order, uh, which is great. Um, or they might find that there's some small things that you can fix that will help your car to last a little bit longer. Now, I was once told a long time ago that any car can go about 200,000 miles uh, total if the car is well-maintained. Now, if you're, if you're spending a couple hundred dollars a, a, a year to keep that maintenance up, that's still better than if you had to go and buy a new vehicle, which can, can cost tens of thousands of dollars or more. Um, so routine maintenance, we really can't ignore it. It's something that really does pay for itself in the long run. Uh, another item was start a garden. If you want to eat vegetables that you plant, you might, uh, have, if you've got the space, you've got the time, and you have a little bit of a green thumb, uh, which for those of you who've never heard that, that's when somebody's good at taking care of plants. Um, it might be something to look into. Uh, another one is make it, don't buy it. If you can grow your own food, if you can uh, do some other things at, at your house, maybe you need new furniture and you can make your own table, or maybe um, you have, um, I don't know, you need new windows and you can do that yourself, or you need some repairs done around your house and you can handle electrical or plumbing. Uh, you know, when you can use your own hands, instead of hiring somebody out, um, it makes a big difference. Also, when it comes to food, being able to cook. Um, now, if you can cook it from scratch, that's even better. But if you have to, uh, it's still cheaper to cook from home instead of going out and buying like a prepackaged meal. Uh, so something to think about there. Um, saving your food scraps is another one. Uh, they can actually be used for various things around your house. Um, so instead of throwing them away, like fruit, like vegetable or fruit peelings, vegetable scraps like onions can be used for um, 
to season homemade stock. Um, now stock is like a uh, like a uh, it's like a broth, I guess would be the best way to put it. Um, that a lot of people cook in. Um, fruit peelings like oranges and lemons can be candied. Uh, they can also be used to put into a compost pile or you throw into your garden. It helps to give nutrients into the soil. Uh, little things like that. Um, I've done coffee uh, grounds, spent coffee grounds for years. I've put them into a container and then we've put those over plants uh, because it's really, it puts more nutrients into the ground and helps the plants to grow. Uh, you can also pour it on your grass. Uh, those, those nutrients also go into the ground and help your grass to be stronger. Um, <clears throat> another one is lend, borrow, and barter. Um, you know, instead of spending money on things you don't really need, maybe you can borrow it. Maybe you've got some tools uh, that, uh, that you need for digging a hole in your yard or a rake that you need. And maybe your neighbor has one that you can, instead of buying one, maybe you can just borrow it or you can trade. Maybe you've got some tools that they can use and you can, can kind of work together and use what everybody has around you. Um, buying used items is another one. Uh, used tend to be a little bit less expensive, but you also may or may not get something that needs repair. Um, so be sensible in, when you're going to buy secondhand items. But things like clothes, um, you can find almost brand new clothes sometimes that are used or slightly used and uh, save you thousands of dollars a year on, on those types of things. Um, you can repurpose old items. Uh, instead of just throwing them away, maybe you decide to take an old picture frame and make it into something new. Maybe you can uh, use old jars to become planters or something along those lines. Really, there's a lot of things you can do with uh, old items and repurposing them. <clears throat> um, line drying your clothing uh, might might be one thing that if you're if you're area allows for it it's cheaper to, to put your clothes out on a line and let them air dry than it is to use a dryer a washing machine and a dryer uh, are very expensive actually to run from an electrical standpoint um, you could wash your clothes less often uh, I know some families who they do wash once a week uh, instead and they just throw as much as they can into a load uh, and get it all washed instead of doing it uh, more frequently um, avoiding credit cards, we kind of talked about that one already. Um, working odd jobs, you, there's always something it seems to, that needs to be done around somebody's house. If uh, there's somebody around, and we've talked about this before, being able to help out a neighbor uh, by raking leaves or shoveling a sidewalk or, uh, you know, maybe they need some help painting their deck or washing their cars. Whatever it is, there are odd jobs out there that can actually make you a little bit of money. A um, few others, and then we'll call it a day. Uh, making your own gifts. Uh, sometimes they're more personable than if you just go out and buy something or buy a gift card. You know, making your own gift comes from the heart, and some people actually uh, appreciate that quite a bit more. Um, uh, don't pay for what you can do yourself. We kind of already talked about that. Uh, if you can do your own maintenance on your house, if you can do your own things, uh, handling your lawn. Uh, that really does save you money in the long run versus hiring somebody else to do it. Um, avoiding disposable products. 
you know, that that's not just economical, but it's also uh, good for the environment. If you can get rid of the disposable products and use, you know, cups that you have in your in your cabinet or plates and, and such. Um, some people will even go so far as to ditch paper towels. They won't use those. They'll just use uh, reusable napkins that are made of cloth that they'll just wash. But those things all help save money because you're not having to spend more and more money uh, each time uh, when you run out of those things. Um, let's see, last couple, uh, bacon batches. If you and, and I would even go further than just baking, but anytime you can cook in batches, maybe you make a lot of soup <clears throat> or you make a lot of pasta and you can kind of break it out into to bags that might be a, a portion uh, that you can have multiple meals from uh, over a week. You know, cooking once and, and eating five or six times is a lot easier. It saves money on electrical or gas uh, from your stove or oven. And then uh, also it saves you time in the long run because now it's already cooked. You just have to heat it up and eat. Uh, driving less, we talked about already getting involved with your community. We've talked about uh, volunteerism before, and those things are always good. But, uh, you know, you, you learn that you can be creative with your community and, and helping your neighbors and getting connected with people who are around your neighborhood that they might have skills that you don't have, or they might have tools or uh, things that you don't have that maybe you can share, or maybe you can uh, say, well, I can do this, so maybe you can do this, and together you become a community. So things to think about there. Um, you know, the last one I think is the most important. It's learning to do without. So many times we buy stuff and we go, did I really need that? Did I really need to buy that? Um, did I really need to spend my money on those things? And the answer is no. You might not have needed to buy uh, you know, that expensive sweatshirt or those expensive shoes. Maybe you could have gotten gotten something a little bit less expensive. Or, <clears throat> you know, did I need to go out with my buddies on Friday night uh, and spend all that money going to a restaurant or buying tickets to a big game? Or could I have stayed at home? Maybe we could have made snacks and, and just, you know, watched it on TV. You have to be smart. You know, there are times when you need to go out and, and enjoy life uh, and there are other times when you really need to live within your means and go, I really could have done without that. So be smart about it. Think things through. And with that, you too can be frugal and save a lot of money. So uh, I hope you all gained a little bit of insight here on how to, to live a little bit more frugal life. And to my kids, I love you. And I hope that uh, these lessons are helpful. All right. With that, I say Thank you for listening and take care.